Hello, therapists, and welcome. Today, it's just me, Allie, no Becca, and I am joined with Emily Connors of The Creative Bodega. So, Em, it's so nice to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Allie. It's so good to be here. Align with the Massage Business Mama comes to you with a combined 22-plus years experience in the massage biz as entrepreneurs, providing actionable tips and resources you can implement today. Becca, an off-grid living, quirky, trail-running massage therapist, esthetician, and yogi, offers her business and wellness perspective to you with highly caffeine-fueled, compassionate wit. Allie, your hardworking, driven, creative mom, massage therapist, business owner, lover of friend gatherings, all-time annual family talent show winner, brings her drive and business savvy to every episode. Yeah, so Emily and I first met when we were in Digital Course Academy with Amy Porterfield. And I was working on my course, Massage in the Real World, and I reached out to M because she is, she was creating her course, the Canva Crash Course, and is a Canva queen. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. But I've, what I've come to realize about you is that you're, you're so much more than just Canva. And I was hoping that you could just share with our listeners a little bit about what your business, The Creative Bodega, is all about, what it is that you help people with. Yeah, so it all kind of started five years ago when my husband and I opened a gym together. It was our first like entrepreneurial experience, and I needed graphics, and we needed to start showing up on Instagram, and we had a business mentor, and he was like, my challenge to you guys is to make 30 days of content in a row. We were like, what? there's this cool thing called canva it's free that's how you can make graphics and full disclosure i have a background in design so i went to school for fashion design i worked in interior design so i was excited about this canva so i you know hopped on and made an account and the rest is sort of history i we made those 30 days of content i had to get on video every week which was horrifying to me and terrifying Uh, I would rather be behind Canva making cool graphics and leave that to someone else, but I didn't have a choice. So yeah, I I started making all this content and uh, we offered nutrition coaching services through a dietitian. And then she reached out to me because she was noticing my content on Instagram. She was like, would you come and work freelance for me uh, and help other business owners or really gym owners figure out how to show up online. So really be like a marketing social media expert. So I said, yes, absolutely. Started working for her three years ago. And I have, you know, upwards of four to six 45 minute calls a day with these gym owners. And it just became so clear to me, like what the main issues were with showing up online, finding clients online, getting, you know, turning followers into clients. So I started to get a little bored with our gym and nutrition coaching and a little bored with my mentoring job. And I needed kind of my own, I was kind of wanting my own thing. So in October of 2020, I, you know, decided, and I also was trading time for money. So that's like an Amy Porterfield Porterfield thing. And I started listening to her podcast and she's like, you know, when you don't have any more hours in the day, which I absolutely didn't. I had two small kids. I was a nutrition coach for my business. I was a business mentor. And now I started my own side hustle. I was like, I have no more hours. Yeah. It was like, 
you know, that's when you go to turn, make an online course. So I talked to my husband into signing up for this pretty, you know, for us expensive online course on how to make an online course. And I was like, I could do it on meal prepping, you know, like that's the safe thing. Like I could talk about nutrition, but he was like, my husband was like, you clearly don't want to do that. I was like, I don't, I'm tired of that conversation. Like he was like, do it on social media. Like that's when I light up when I'm talking about that. So I decided, um, and Canva was my, my medium, you know, and I love how accessible it was. And I was like, everyone can, any small business owner can use this incredible platform. So I was like, I'm going to teach small business owners, preferably female, because it's just more comfortable with that, yeah. how to use Canva to like brand themselves and get more clients online. So I find really interesting is you said that it was really what lit you up was social media. And one of the things that I really appreciate about you is I think that so often with social media, it, it can come across as kind of superficial or just not real deep. But you have this way of making it super fun and authentic and showing up in a way that just it, it doesn't feel superficial. It feels like you're sharing a piece of yourself and you're doing it in this lighthearted way that like just really engages people. And I just love that because I think that that teaches people how to show up in ways that are more meaningful. And so I, that's one of the things I really appreciate about you. Thank you. That means a lot to me. That, and that is something I hear a lot is like, you're very relatable yep. and very authentic. And I was doing a free workshop just the other week and somebody commented during the workshop, like, you just seem so real. And like, and my best friend was on. And so she's like, I can attest, like, this is her, you know, like, this is exactly who she is. So yeah, I, I can't be, I totally hear you. I follow someone and it's just like, I feel like I'm watching an actress every time she gets on video, I'm like, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not coming across as real and I just want to turn it off. Yep. So yeah, I definitely try to bring just my normal personality um, back to, to, to video a lot. I mean, video is just, is king. Like it, it truly consistency and getting on video are like the two things I'm really pushing people to do right now because you know, as you know, Instagram came out with a, an announcement recently that they're no longer just a photo sharing app. They really want people on video because they're contending with TikTok and um, videos are what keep people on the platform longer. So I was hoping to ask you about that a little more because your Instagram is really your primary medium, right? Yeah. So with those changes, like, can you share with our listeners a little bit about I don't know if our listeners are aware of the changes that were announced and just kind of what they all mean. Yeah. So it's not even a, a big change to be super honest. I think everyone who's sort of pays attention to Instagram has noticed since October, September of last year, when they got, when they announced that reels were an option, which is essentially just their answer to TikTok, right? So you could tell that video, you know, they were more interested in people making video I think the latest announcement from the head of Instagram just saying that they want, well, they did not necessarily flat out say they want more video. They just said, we're no longer a photo sharing app. So a lot of people like went into this panic, but it's not that anything has necessarily changed. They're just subtly or not so subtly really encouraging you to get on video because I mean, that is, uh, and especially with the reels, because they're meant to be, you know, entertaining, quick, fun informative types of short form video and but what I'm telling everyone is like don't go from not making a reel ever to committing to making five a week you're like 
whatever you're doing now, just bump it up a little bit. So if you're not doing any video right now, that's okay. But maybe you commit to putting one out a week, you know, or um, at least hopping in your stories and on video. So that was something that I was not comfortable with when I first started the Creative Bodega. I was cool making a staged reel on my own time and in my, you know, with a little makeup on and maybe I've washed my hair that day. Yeah. But the stories were more like in the moment. Maybe I didn't have makeup. I was nervous about that. So I had to really force myself to get on stories. And I just kind of said like, okay, like every day, I'm just going to share with people what I'm working on. Like if I have makeup on, if I don't, who cares if I lose a follower, cause I don't have makeup on like goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're not meant to follow me anyways. Um, that's what filters are great for too. Yeah. yeah that's I love filters for <laughs> my life. Um, yeah. So I just encourage everyone to like, look at what you're doing now and try to just increase it a little bit. Like I said, when I first started my gym business with my husband, I committed to one video a week. Like that was all I could handle. And I was finding that I get so anxious about it and nervous and I had to get out my tripod and put makeup on and do all this stuff. And it was like, this is one every week I have to go through this routine. So then I started batching them and I started just getting the tripod out once doing my hair and makeup once recording four videos in the row for the, for the month. Yeah. And I was set for 30 days. I was like, this is amazing. Like this is, this is the way to go. I remember the first video that I made for, I think it was for the course and it was like a two minute long video. And it took me two solid days of like light rings and like scripts. And I was trying to use a teleprompter and it was just, it was so time consuming and overwhelming and awful at first. It is. It's hard. It's really hard. I mean, believe me, I, I, and that's why I tell people, I'm like, how do you get better at hard things? You have to do more of it. Like you, there's no other way you can get all the special apps and lighting and all of that. But the only way is to get the reps in and like do it consistently. And then at this point, you know, four or five years in, I'm, it's second nature. Like I don't need a teleprompter anymore. I used to use one, but now I know my subject so well and I'm so comfortable with it that it just like flows naturally. But yeah, you got to get the reps in, which is why I'm saying, like, how could you show up on video more? Can you do an IGTV once a week? You know, could you commit to making one reel or one? Reels are just videos. Like, that's what people forget. All it is is a 30-second video. You don't have to do transitions or fancy anything. At one point, you said you could make anything into a reel. I think, I think it was in your reels course that you taught where you said you could really, honestly, you could turn anything into a reel. And it was like, for me, it was like this light bulb moment of like, you know, I can put quotes up and I just posted a reel actually the other day where it was just a bunch of quotes and it turned, I turned it into a reel as opposed to a carousel of pictures or just a bunch of pictures. Cause I was like, this is going to get more attention. And it has, I have over 10,000 views on it. It's crazy. Yeah. So that's incredible. Exactly. Whenever people are like, well, I don't know what to make a reel about. I'm like, go into your insights, your analytics and Instagram and look at your content and sort it by like engagement or by likes or by saves and see what your top four or five posts are and think about how you can make that into a video. They're probably tips on something and you probably could just turn that into a video of some kind, right? It doesn't have to be like groundbreaking. So your reels course, I, I brought that up. Yeah. Um, can you tell us about a little bit about your reels course? 
Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, originally it was just full disclosure because we're all business owners. My original goal with the Reels course was to collect email addresses. This is like my big first push to collect email addresses for my weekly newsletter. So I announced a workshop to everyone. I got about a little over 200 email addresses in about a week, which I was super pumped about. And I held this free workshop and I, I had so much positive feedback afterwards that I was like, and people were like, you should sell that. Like that should be a course, you know? And I was like, you know what, what the heck, what, this would be my first course. So I kind of chopped it up into little bite-sized little chapters and made it into a course and added a guide along with it. So it's just really, um, I'm a pretty simple person and I, I approach reels in a pretty simple way. And I just, I wanted a, a step-by-step, like here is literally how you make a reel from start to finish course. And I was just telling you before we hopped on here, like it's, you know, the one thing it doesn't go over that I feel like maybe I could add is transitions. Like when people wave their hand and they're wearing new clothes and all yeah. that, like that's not really me. Yeah. So I don't do a lot of transitions. I just don't have the time. I'm like, I can't, I, it's hard enough to make a real, like, and then I'm having to bring new clothes into my office and like, yeah. <laughs> no. so, um, it's, it's a pretty comprehensive course just start to finish, like how to make a real and how to come up with ideas. Really. Well, I took your reels course right after Becca and I had recorded, a podcast episode about making reels. Cause we also were trying to like teach our audience about it. And it was so interesting because we struggled so hard to make that episode and to just figure out the basics of it. And then it was like a couple of weeks later, I took your course and it was like all these light bulb moments went on for me where I was like, Oh, that's how I could do this. And that's a workaround for this. And this is how this comes together. And it was just, you, you taught it in such a um, comprehensive, simple, easy to follow way. It was really, it was really great. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. If I, yeah, I'm proud of the course. I was telling you earlier that I just went through it again because I just wanted to make sure it's still relevant because, you know, Instagram, that's the problem with my medium. Like Instagram are updating and changing all the time. And I have to like keep on top of all of it. So it's like, let me go through that Reels course before I start really start trying to promote it since this new announcement. And I went through it and I was like, you know what? This is good. This is good. Yeah. This is what people need. And um, I think the guide really helps because, I didn't give that out during the workshop, but in my course, you get this guide that also just like step-by-step step walks you through how to make a reel and what all the buttons do and just little tips. Like I record everything first and then I add text. So yeah. I don't know. That just saves me a lot of time because especially when I'm batching reels, which I will make like nine to 10 in a row, just do the video. And then I have notes on a piece of paper, like what I plan to do with it. And I add the font and text later. Well, I've, I've a couple of times with reels, I've added the text and then waited and then kept it in my drafts and waited to publish it. And when I go to publish it, my text is gone. That's happened to me twice. So many glitchy, weird things happen with reels. And that was the other thing I've done it where I added text early on, saved it in my drafts. And then it wouldn't let me edit the text at all. It was, there were no little bubbles at the bottom. And I'm like, but I don't want it to say that anymore. And there's nothing I could do. So now I'm like, I just have the text right before I'm going to publish it or the day of at least so that Instagram doesn't decide to do strange things with it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good tip. I, I get DMs all the time. Like it's squishing my text. I'm like, I have no idea why. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
It's got a mind of its own sometimes. So one of the things that I was hoping that you could chat with us a little bit about today is I think, I think one of the big messages that you present is that it's important as a business owner to brand yourself. So I was hoping maybe you could talk to us a little bit about why you feel like that's really important as a business owner. Yes, for sure. So like a lot of people think of brand and they think of branding, they're like colors, fonts, and a logo, like that's your brand. But in honesty, like the biggest part of your brand is you and you are a, a major asset to your brand and any small business owner, I encourage you to show your face at least once a week on your feed, like at an absolute minimum, I want to see your face one time a week. The reason is because, I mean, think about it, like there are probably thousands, I don't even know, of Canva and Instagram experts out there, and I could be making the same content as them, but like, what's going to stand me, you know, and they could steal my colors, like someone could come and take my colors. I tell people all the time, you like my colors, take them, like, I don't care, Yeah. because I know that I have myself, and I have my face, and I have my videos, and you're not going to be able to teach like me or come across like me, and so if I am what sets myself apart from all my competitors. Well, and I think this is especially true for our audience of listeners as massage therapists. It is a very, very personalized experience finding someone that you mesh well, that you feel comfortable touching your body on a regular basis, so I think that that's really, really relevant for our audience. Absolutely. And, you know, I follow like, thanks to you and you've shared my stuff in your DMs or or other places. And and I have a lot of massage therapist followers. So I follow them as well now. And like, you know, the ones that are um, giving away free advice, you know, and that's another thing I really promote is like, you know, giving more than you ask. So yes, I may need a massage therapist, but maybe I don't know that yet, or I'm not ready to take that next step but if I'm seeing you regularly and you're giving me three tips for helping my lower back because I sit all day long three stretches to do you know how to use a lacrosse ball on myself like if you're giving me this free information and it's helping me and like when I'm ready to book a massage like I'm going to think of you first yeah you know that girl was giving me all these awesome tips I saw her face she was smiling she was being helpful like you're who I'm going to think of when I'm ready and even like locally, like whenever I'm ready to like get a new hairstylist or book a massage, like I go into Instagram first and I try to find like people who have content. Do you really? I do. Because yeah. I want to see them and I want to like see what they're like. And yeah, I do. Because I, I know I'm probably not, most people probably Google it, but I'm like, what do they have on Instagram? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you are your biggest brand asset and you need to show up because people don't buy from graphics. People don't buy from static images. They're going to buy from personalities. They buy from people. So if they see you regularly and you're smiling and you're trying to be helpful and informative and you're not trying to sell me all the time, it does go such a long way to turn just followers into paying clients. I think, I think that whole notion of selling is really a hard one for, especially massage therapists. I think, you know, we have a lot of humility just in general. That's kind of a characteristic that is pretty strong in the people who are attracted to becoming massage therapists and that, you know, it's, it's just foreign to kind of try to sell. And so I always try to tell people that don't look at it as selling, look at it as more sharing what's going on in your world. And yeah, or just helping. Like that's what I tell people. I like that too. Like think of who you're helping. Think of all the people you're helping by putting out your content. And that's what your 
ultimately trying to do, especially massage therapists, you're trying to like, you know, get information out there and tell them how they can help their bodies perform better and get out of pain and all that. So I always think about it. Like if I'm just, if, if I make a post and it doesn't do well, I'm like, if, if I just helped one person, like I'm happy with it. One person DMs me or one person comments. I'm like, okay, that's all I need. Like I'm just trying to help people. And I think a lot of people are uncomfortable with selling. Um, a lot of people. So that's why I always say like, give more than you ask. So for, if I post six times a week, five of them are me just giving, you know, inspiration, education, all of that entertainment. And then one is going to be like, Hey, did you know I have this reels course? Or do you know I have this workshop coming up? Like, you know, sign up. Yes. You know, and then it's also for you guys making, I think making it really clear how to get started with you. So like in your bio, do you have like, you know, to set up a, I don't know, most of you probably don't have any consultations or anything. It's just like book an appointment. Book, book now kind of thing. Yeah. So like in your, in your bio, is there like a book now with an arrow to like a link? Are you making it really easy for me to just know how to get started, know how to book an appointment and maybe do it myself, which most of you probably do have auto booking. So yeah, that's huge. Cause you don't, if I have to click more than two times to try to figure out like how to book with you, like you, you could lose a lot of people. Yeah. That's one of the things that I've been talking to do a lot of people about is like, you know, sometimes they'll have a link to, it'll say book now and it'll take you to a page that talks about, you know, what the, what the appointment looks like. And then you have to click another one. I'm like, take out that page in between. Like, let's just go directly to the page that gets you on the site that, you know, gets you scheduled. Book now. Like they want to book now. Don't make it harder than it has to be. That like how to, you know, that page in between, that could be a post that you put out on your social media, like every other week, like a carousel post or something like that's an an evergreen, they call it. So one that's relevant all the time, but don't put it in between. Yeah. You want to make that action as easily, easy as possible for clients to take. For sure. Yeah. So, okay. So you're saying basically that you think that branding, although color and font and logo are are all important, you think that more important than that is getting your face out in front of people. Yeah. Getting your face out there consistently and providing value. Like those would be my three things, like showing your face because people buy from people, not from faceless businesses, showing up consistently. So knowing that they are paying attention to your content. They're, they're coming to you for value and you're showing up all the time. Um, not just when you want something from us and yeah, just giving value. Like I know that a lot of people are like, Oh, it's, I don't want to give away everything for free. Like if I give everything away for free, I don't know it's different with you guys because you are a hands on, literally hands on service. Yeah. Uh, But I'm always like, there's no such thing as giving away too much for free. Like I say, like if somebody wanted to come to my Instagram feed and look at every single one of my posts and take notes, they could probably piece together my entire Kansas course. Like, and that's fine. If you have the time to do that, more power to you. But like most people, if you're signing up for a course, you want it presented in a nice packaged way with a bow on top, you know, from beginning to end. And so I don't, I give away everything for free, literally just in short little snippets. So yeah. yeah, your brand, I mean, while I love, believe me, I love me some color palettes and fonts, but like, that's not what's going to, there's a lot of very successful Instagram people out there, businesses who don't have consistent fonts and colors, but they have 
themselves and they show up regularly providing a ton of value and they have thousands of followers. So your, your Canva crash course, are you teaching more strategies about getting seen, putting your face out there, or are you, are you teaching more about how to use Canva to get these fonts out there? And yeah, so my Canva crash course is called the Canva crash course of branding your business. Um, it is the first couple chapters are definitely more focused on like nailing down colors, fonts, making sure everyone has like a logo figured out. And then I really move more into like the ins and outs of Canva. So more of the technical part of it. Like, did you know you could do this? Here's how you could do this. Getting you very organized. So getting people set up with like folders in Canva so you can find things more easily. I'm a big like organization systems person. So that's important to me. And then we sort of move into figuring out how to create templates so that you can reuse templates on Instagram. So you're not reinventing the wheel every single time you go to post. I'm a big believer in templates that you reuse. Maybe you just recolor it, but just to save you some time. So we launch into that. And I really talk about how, like my number one piece of Canva advice to everybody is like, never start with a blank canvas. Like I will never start with a white square on my screen. Like I'm taking one of the professionally made templates from Canva graphic designers, because I'm not a graphic designer and I'm popping it in and I'm reworking it for me. And so I really talk a lot about how to do that more successfully and faster. And it's so funny because before, before I was introduced to you, I always started in Canva with just a blank green. And then you said that to me one day and I was like, Oh yeah, that's a good point. Like a graphic designer has created this. It's going to look so much better. I'm always like, we know if you're doing it by yourself from scratch, like it's not going to have that like professional touch to it. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just a big believer in, in templates. So uh, it's funny. Somebody at the end of my course was like, thank you so much for giving me like the permission. Like I needed the permission to use templates. Yeah, <laughs> like, you almost feel like you're like stealing something if you use, or, or you're not as creative if you're using a template. Or yeah, not as creative. Or people are always like, well, they don't have the template I need. Like I'm looking for this specific thing. And I'm like, there is a way to start with a template and like make it what you need it to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I really launched into templates and trying to ask, I help people nail down their social media schedule in that chapter three or week three as well. And then the last week right now is just launching into like my content creation process, like how I batch content, how I make content faster, um, and really how to show up more online and, you know, all that give more than you ask, showing your face, how to make it easier, all that kind of stuff. And when your course is not evergreens at this point it's not available at all times so when when will you launch that again yeah so i'm launching once my kids are back in school in the fall perfect, perfect. I just kind of take the summer to myself we have a couple of vacations in august so i'm not looking to stress myself out so september 20th is when my next canva crash course will launch i'm excited you know round two went really really well got some great feedback probably will tweak a few things but then yeah it's sort of a hybrid uh, self-paced. So you get access to modules every week, um, just a certain amount of modules. And then there's like a live component in a Facebook group with me going live every week and you posting stuff in the group to get feedback from myself and from the group as well. So it's a nice like hybrid sort of course. That's awesome. Yeah. So how can people find you? So I, Instagram's, again, I keep it really simple. Everyone's telling me to get on Pinterest. I'm like, I can't add another platform to my list. So 
I'm just an Instagram girl. So you can find me at the.creative.bodega. And that's really my main jam. My, you know, if you ever, if you ever need anything, you can just hop in my DMs. I get DMs all day long and I'm always answering them, usually with voice messages, which I also recommend to people. Uh-huh. love a voice message on <laughs> in their DMs. So yeah, so really Instagram and then, you know, my website, thecreativebodega.com if you want to learn more about me or the course that's coming up. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It was really fun to have you on. I'm excited for our listeners to check you out on Instagram and to just your, your content. It's just so fresh. And I think that our listeners could really benefit from just learning a creative approach to putting yourself out there and getting a little bit more comfortable and in a non-threatening way. Cause I think you do bring it to us in a way that is easily digestible and makes it feel, feel like anyone could do it. Yes. Good. That's my goal. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that everyone has that fear of video or it's the time thing. That's the main thing. Like I don't have time to put content out. It takes too much time. So that's really my overall goal is also to like help people manage that content creation process in a way that works for them and their life and doesn't take over and doesn't cause them like tons of anxiety and stress. I think, I think in the beginning, whenever you do start to tackle things though, it does take over. Absolutely. When something's new and foreign, like it's, there's going to be a learning curve. Yeah. I mean, when reels came out, I committed to making seven days in a row of a reel every day for seven days because I was like, it's trial by fire. Like I'm going to have to, like by the end of the seven days, I'm going to know what the heck I'm doing. And I make content consistently. So it'll get buried. Like I'm not really worried about people digging up my own, my old reels, but yeah, there's going to be a learning curve always, but And there's also not one way to do anything. So I always tell people like, this is how I do it. This is what works for me. Maybe there's parts of this that'll work for you. Maybe there's parts that won't, but like, I encourage you to find a system that works for you that you can keep up with. So you can create that constant online presence. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, Allie. Thank you so much for listening. And please reach out to us if you have any questions or topics you would like covered. We love suggestions. Find us at www.alignwiththemassagebusinessmama.com. Also, we wouldn't hate it if you were inclined to share or review our episode. Until next time, stay healthy, massage therapists.